हेलो हाय एवरीवन वेलकम बैक टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ आवर गाइडिंग वॉइस पॉडकास्ट सीरीज द गाइडिंग वॉइस फॉर अ बेटर फ्यूचर सो इन दिस एपिसोड टुडे वी आर गोइंग टू हियर अबाउट रोल ऑफ हायर एजुकेशन एंड व्हाट काइंड ऑफ ऑपॉर्चुनिटीज वन कैन परस्यू सून आफ्टर इंजीनियरिंग विथ रिगार्ड टू हायर एजुकेशन dear listeners as mentioned in our previous episode here we are with another distinguished guest naresh with 15 years in corporate and academics naresh dubudu is a serial entrepreneur with brands under his belt like abhyas and factly he is a management consultant and a ceo coach he was a board member of aims which stands for association of indian management schools ap chapter He is also the Hindu business line expert panelist on economy and education. In addition to that, Naresh has been mentoring many startups. Naresh also acted as director of Hyderabad campus for United World School of Business, a prestigious institute. On the corporate side, he worked with some big brands like McKinsey, Edelweiss, Telcon and Maruti Udyog. Coming to the academics, He is a proud alumni of NIT Varangal. In fact, he is a gold medalist too. He is also an alumni of IIM Bangalore. He was also a state topper in SSC exams in 1997. With his strong, illustrious academic background, coupled with the global corporate experience, Naresh has helped shape the careers of thousands of students at both undergraduate and postgraduate levels in this episode let us get naresh's views on higher education how higher education helps in shaping the careers and also what will be the right time to pursue and where thank you so much naresh for joining us today and appreciate your valuable time naresh it's a privilege to have you as our guest on this show as you are aware we just started taking baby steps on this journey of the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future sudhakar and i are super super excited about the interview and we are sure our listeners would be enlightened with this episode naresh can we get started absolutely sudhakar looking forward to it yeah okay naresh starting from being the state topper in 10th class ssc board to studying in prestigious institute like national institute of technology varangal and iim bangalore experience how does it feel when you look back on your journey thank you for uh, this question sudhakar i want to when i look back on my journey and the kind of places i have got to go to i believe the two things i have learned it's not the places or the brand names themselves that have made me what i am today but the kind of people i met the kind of networks i made the kind of situations i got into the kind of exposure i got into that made me what i am today and the second thing is these institutions and the success i had has given me a huge responsibility they are my foundation but at the same time they continuously remind me that these world class institutions that i got a chance to go to is a lifetime opportunity not many people get this chance and because i got this chance it's very important for me to kind of 
use this foundation to do something great create jobs i want to be a job creator job giver and give it back to the society thank you for that naresh it's amazing that you know the world class institutions what actually they can give not only the platform and the brand but also the great people connections not necessarily from your branch and your batch only but also the alumni you know really glad that you are actually pursuing what you aspire and creating the jobs through your own startups and also by mentoring other startups as well thank you for doing that naresh thank you sudhakar with that learnings and that connections when you started this professional journey starting from maruti udyog limited to current association with abhyas and factly how did the advanced degree that you got from indian institute of management bangalore helped you throughout your professional career sudhakar like i just said earlier i believe my educational degrees have played two roles one is obviously the kind of learning i had about running a business financial marketing etc but i think the bigger difference it made to my current standing is that it opened doors for me so being from i am bangalore being from nit varangal has given me an opportunity to kind of uh, make an impression on people when i met them first i think people uh, whenever you meet someone they obviously take interest in what you have done already and the kind of places you have been to that gives you an advantage for sure being from iims being from nits gives me the advantage of the door opening for me for the first interaction once that is done it is obviously up to what i do what kind of impression i make what kind of my work should speak my skills should speak i think that is a big difference coming to the educational the degree uh, the kind of value i have learned from uh, the education i believe while i was an engineer in graduation and then i went to business management i have found one common thing across my education that is problem solving at the end of the day whether you are an engineer whether you are a manager it is all up to problem solving and problem solving is one skill that has kind of been taught to me throughout my education that i have been uh, utilizing for the last uh, decade or so all the while excellent naresh thank you for that you know definitely coming from a prestigious institute always gives you that advantage and that step in the door and after that like you mentioned it is what you bring to the table that actually takes over that's absolutely great point that you highlighted there naresh now that you know you have spent so much time interacting with you know thousands of students in helping them coaching them in making decisions giving them the support to take right decisions in pursuing their higher education or getting into the corporate world what advice would you give to our listeners on deciding which field to go for what is the right time and where to get your higher education can you give couple of tips for our listeners please yes yeah, sudakar uh, this is probably the core of this interview isn't it this question is a core of the interview absolutely i would want to kind of uh, i would want to kind of bring uh, your listeners to uh, a notice of one of my framework that i have kind of uh, made uh, very similar to the uh, you know japanese uh, like you know uh, which which says 
about finding the real joy in yoga so i say when students come to me over the last decade or so i have made a three circle approach i call it career circles framework that i have uh, made and the three circle that i speak about when you are choosing a career when you are choosing a corporate plan for yourself what you really want to do in life uh, you are finding i say the three things that are very important three circles three buckets that are very important the first one i i call about is interest what interests you what do you enjoy the most what really gives you satisfaction what is your passion what you can do for hours without getting bored that is one important thing the second thing that i talk about to students is capability capability or ability which is about what kind of abilities do you have for example you might love something but you might do it tirelessly uh, but are you really able to kind of show results in that field capability matters a lot and the third obvious uh, thing uh, is market value i call it market value third circle third bucket is market value is what the market kind of gives value to the profession or the career that you are planning so i call this the career circles framework icm we have used uh, for the last year 10 years in our uh, thing to coach thousands of students on this not only students even parents also because i suggest parents to look at all three of them and if you can listen to me carefully sudhakar it is not just the three words three terms three buckets but also the order i've always told students and parents that i becomes far more important than c c becomes far more important than m for example if one has interest they can try and acquire capability if one has capability market value will come but not the other way lot of times people make the big mistake of assuming going behind a particular career particular job particular choice that is in demand in market today but the problem is that might be in demand today but not tomorrow in the interesting times that we are now uh, we are living now sudhakar Uh, with corona and things like that we know for sure in next few months world is going to change drastically right lot of jobs like going to be uh, they going to be pink slip at the same time new jobs are going to emerge so the important thing for people to remember students and parents to remember is it's not important for you to focus on market value market value will come yes every different profession has market value in fact uh, it is said that uh, it is not important what you do it is important how will you do it right so in that context i've always suggested people to focus on interest and capability market value will follow this is one mantra one uh, framework i suggest students to follow and another important thing that i want to kind of sh- share with you before uh, in this respect is lot of times people mistake sometimes uh, parents ask me while my uh, kid shows an interest in a particular sport how do i how do i like ascertain that it's real passion how do i ascertain that they're really doing it i am not sure if they can really have the capability i give one simple mantra to parents and even students also i tell students also i'll give you uh, i'm a connected incident so i'll first talk about incident i remember a uh, few years back i was uh, attending uh, i was speaking on a conference of thousands of students once student stands up after we do the speaker speak about it one student stands up and asks a question sir i want to kind of get into archaeology i i really love love archaeology but my dad does not allow me to do archaeology he wants me to do engineering or medicine now there are three or four speakers on the dais we were all what should be answered i i have kind of asked him one simple question i'll help you convince your father that you should take up archaeology but if you give me the answer on the spot two few questions i have i've asked him what are the top institutions in india that teach archaeology what are the kind of courses that are taught there what kind of opportunities do they have what kind of competition does it have how many people attend do you know all this the student was dumbfounded so i say to parents and students that when some student some of your child and a the student themselves when you have an interest you need to kind of convert that interest into passion 
and how do you convert interest into passion you have to research you have to show to your elders to your parents to your family to your support system that you actually are really really interested in that that's when the support system will come back and that and that, this is what i told the student and what i tell the parent is what i told the parents is when someone really enjoys something uh, i had a student who has uh, come to me uh, but he's really not interested in doing science except he was interested in football the father was not very sure father is very educated but not sure i asked father to do one simple thing give him 6 months try uh, let him try football uh, very seriously uh, and and do not let him learn football one hour or two hours a day that is not going to make the cut you have to enable the student to actually spend 12 hours or more in the football continuously and then we'll know is it real passion or not i am very happy to say after 6 months he has uh, he is actually uh, like got into nationals for under uh, 17 something like that so i'm i'm overall i'm saying this is how i kind of guide students about how to make the career choice excellent uh, naresh really two great things that uh, you know our listeners are going to get benefited in fact i got benefited one check the level of interest and see if that can get converted into a passion that way both the student and parent know how deep the student or the candidate is in whatever the individual is trying to pursue that's a great point naresh and i'm sure our listeners are going to get immensely benefited with this icm framework the interest in the core capability in the outer circle and market value in the outermost circle and i liked the way you explained the priority as well so that you know if you have interest and if you have that passion and convert that into your capability the market fluctuation will not impact you in the long term that's that's really something that i really enjoyed a lot uh, naresh thank you very much for sharing this uh, career circles framework um which is primarily into this icm interest capability and market value thanks for that all right so in fact to add to what sudhakar has mentioned this resonates the japanese concept of ikigai that you mentioned absolute coincidence of icm and in fact not only students can benefit out of it young professionals as well as those who are at midlife career crisis can also get benefited out of it in case if you can identify your interest and then build a competency or capability around that absolutely market value will come to you very well put through buddy thank you naresh and dear listeners Naresh and I are from the same school, and uh, we studied for around six years together. So, Naresh, let me ask you some personal question, buddy. What is the most funny thing that you remember from our school days? Uh, I mean, uh, the most funny thing I remember from the school days is, uh, our, uh, you remember, Naveen, our school was on the outskirts of the town. If you remember, right? From the town, it was on the outskirts of the town, and. Uh, i had a friend who belongs to the village neighboring the town right while we come from the town uh, i remember the friend raju he he's coming from the town so every lunch what used to happen is uh, because we usually have our lunch that is prepared by our parents you know uh, i used to have my mother is a teacher she always used to make chapati nothing more right so uh, sometimes it becomes it becomes boring so what happened is raju goes to his home to have his lunch 
and when he comes back he used to bring this tamarind you now he, he used to give this tamarind from the tree uh, bring the tamarind things like that you know exactly after the lunch i remember that very much because these are things i used to just after the lunch i think the fifth period usually we used to enjoy uh, having these you know you used to savor these small things today we have five but those if you when funny incident you say yeah that is what comes to my mind yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it it made me nostalgic to <laughs> narisha <laughs> i'm sure you guys had like, real fun guys when you were in the school <laughs> it was indeed uh, sudhakar like we used to uh, commute around 3 kilometers on bicycles to reach our school and it was in an isolated place and our principals are used to be very strict we had a lot of uh, good memories and at the same time we had very qu- high quality education because of which we are here today absolutely absolutely navin to add to, to add to what navin said i i believe uh, while while we had to kind of uh, do that 3 km cycling etc the real uh, fun was i think uh, we had a we had a great school in the sense that the environments were great you know it's spacious at that time we never realized the value of what we had i remember you know uh, the entire playground people used to have lunch outside in the playground you know people used to sit in bunches and under the trees and stuff i mean uh, that that i i don't think uh, is be is happening these days but that was lovely i think we had very clearly uh, 1000 students navin 1000 students easily probably like you know uh, a great great and it's a very large campus and that's why it is out of the town and yes uh, like uh, navin said our principal uh, definitely the school principal and the teachers have shaped us there i have no doubts there uh, narish especially uh, with this little conversation that we are having now and with the long association with navin i can see that i think it was steve jobs right who who mentioned you can always connect the dots looking backwards so you know now at the hindsight we definitely appreciate actually the school the discipline the background that actually gave us to be where we are at this point of time excellent on that great note uh, narish uh, you know you know I-, i wanted to ask this question like you know when we graduated in 2000s you know at that point of time uh, we did not have this uh, connected high speed internet so the options of uh, you know pursuing to next level the masters for example were limited so you can go to either uk or us or you can go to sometimes australia you know or within india you can do post graduation but now we have so many options like you know foreign education from remote place virtual universities online you know integrated student exchange programs so with these unlimited options the selection process also gets complicated so i you know with the backdrop of your uh, interest capability market value this icm framework what will be your key tips to the students on how to choose the right steps on higher education so that uh, i mean this question nicely fits into what's going on in the world right now i want to just bring to your notice and your uh, listeners notice that uh, you'll be surprised to know i think till last year after donald trump has got elected 
I think US uh, had been very strict with student visas and stuff, as you all know, right? Not just uh, job visas, but even student visas. So what's happening now, very interestingly, is universities are trying to be behind the students now. Universities are coming back, trying to lure students because of the Corona crisis. So what? Why I'm trying to speak about this is it's connected to what you just asked. I think there are a plethora of options, like you rightly said. When we graduated in, I graduated in 2004, uh, 2003, 3, 4. So I don't think there were too many options at that time. Not even a high-speed internet, like you rightly said. And the mail that I had, my first mail, I remember it was a Reddit mail. No, not even a Google mail, right? It, that those were the times. But today, people have lot of uh, like you know options. Uh, apart from the countries you mentioned, I actually believe countries like Germany, even Germany, are opening up. Germany, in that way, European countries. Germany is a very high-quality country. Just that their language is a hindrance. I think they are also opening up with English courses. Now, what I suggest students when they speak about this education is, I believe. it is important for you to understand not look at your education for the sake of a job for example people going to us or uk or australia or canada or new zealand even now germany belgium etc i suggest students to kind of look at if you are looking at taking a course which is more technical in nature i it is more uh, a kind of you know um, generalist versus specialist i call any specialist course any specialist career you are trying to get into i always suggest students try to go to that geography try to go to that region in the world which is doing the cutting edge research there that is where you need to do your higher education you have to say for example you want to talk about uh, um, automobiles i think nothing better than germany or japan right if you're talking about computer science whatever said and done today us still stands the best when it comes to computer science and uh, like data sciences and stuff so i think it's important for students to identify if you want to be a specialist try and find the geography the country the course where they're doing cutting edge at the same time in case you want to be a generalist that is you want to be an administrator you want to run something i think it is important for you to know the region does not make a difference it is important for you to be localized what i meant let me explain with my own example i remember very well Uh, after i joined mckinsey mckinsey as you know is uh, a coveted management consulting firm in the world and uh, we were recruiting i am I had two options. I I was joining their India office, or I had an opportunity to join their Brussels office. Obviously, I I chose India. Uh, but later, one interesting thing happened. We used to go on uh, cross uh, projects also. So a lot of people from uh, McKinsey New York office want to come to India, China. I'm talking about ten years back, okay, ten to twelve years back. Today it is different, probably, but ten to twelve years back. So what at that time, what happens is a lot of times Indian office is not very. like it's not very easy for them to give options even for students from new york office also new york you can understand the global candidates also why because what happens is uh, people say that uh, indian clients for example would want to have someone who understands indian business why would an ambani reliance would want to hire someone from new york similarly american companies might not want to hire someone from indian office when the cultural differences there so what i'm saying is for specialist roles you go to that space where which offers you the best education in that field but generalist roles like management business education i always suggest students to focus more on getting the flavor of the region that you are working in say so if you are if you want to develop a business in india i would suggest students to kind of actually have business experience within india and similarly uh, if you want to kind of settle in us do something in us it doesn't make any sense to do an mba somewhere and then expect that you'll do it go doing an mba in us will be a great advantage Oh, thank you very much, uh, Naresh. That's a very intriguing experience. The generalist versus specialist uh, differentiation. So, when we talk about specialist, you know, you mentioned that it's always good to be more closer to the business, and when you are talking about generalist, have the better appreciation of the region so that you have the better flavor of that region. 
one follow up question on that is you know nowadays we are getting this uh, online degree or diploma certifications for these specialist courses uh, how do you think those will be useful to any students career prospects so that uh, i think all these virtual courses online courses certifications etc are actually uh, in, or, in in order to kind of enable uh, candidates to continuously strive for growth so whether you are in uh, the good thing about this certifications is when i started i thought certifications were only there for software engineers lot of certifications but today i see certifications and uh, these uh, things spring up in lot of different places i'm sure we all know for example ca is a professional certification given by a body icai you would be surprised to know so many international chapters are coming up for everything we have a marketing chapter we have a every different thing so what i'm saying is these virtual courses virtual uh, diplomas that you get are very useful in case one is already good but he wants to signal i think these act as signaling also these kind of say on your resume on your profile when you have these kind of courses you are signaling to the employers prospective employers or prospective customers partners that you are very serious about this field that's what it does and sometimes with respect to knowledge like i said knowledge anyone like it depends on you you can access today knowledge is free knowledge is out there in the world out there in the google right out there in there but i think this diplomas do give a signal value probably the signal value is not high as a university degree itself but still i would say very high uh, signal value if you are able to follow it up if you are able to show the follow up excellent so this actually helps as the icing on the cake so for something you already have this gives you that additional a uh, benefit or advantage compared to others in the group great thanks naresh all right so i think this is a great conversation guys and i'm sure all the professional students who have graduated from engineering and mba and who are aspiring for further diploma courses naresh has provided excellent pointers just to reiterate what naresh has mentioned so this kind of specialized micro diploma programs would definitely be a signal to the prospective employers so folks go ahead and choose the field that you wanted to pursue and uh, get the certification that you have been wanting for naresh i remember you used to read a lot what is your current reading list and what one book do you think is a must read for any professional student or any young professional thank you for asking this question navin because uh, friends who know me if there is whenever we talk the one thing they always talk to me about is reading and book reading so i'm happy you asked this question uh, i believe apart from the places i went the people i met if there is the third biggest influence on my life it's a it's a kind of reading i had i remember very well uh, when i was in 12th grade and just got into graduation we come from town and we probably were not in the metropolitan cities that way i think the kind of communication skills the kind of speaking skills the poise the confidence is not there right so a uh, lot of i, re- I remember even during the time when seniors were interacting with us you know uh, i mean i don't know if i can name that but the word ragging we used i remember we were, i was very shy i was not at the same level as i am today but i remember one thing very very clearly i think when it came to book reading that enabled me catapulted me to the next level i think during my first few years of graduation i would have read close to uh, 50 to 100 books a year 
I think that catapulted my entire uh, speaking levels, communication levels to a next higher level, next orbit and where I am. That made, that enabled me to go to, make it to IIM, go to Stanford, a lot of other places. So in that context, I would say reading is very, very important. Coming to what I'm reading these days, Naveen, I think uh, these days with the kind of work I'm doing, uh, I, I do not, a lot of times I feel I'm not getting the luxury to read physical books. So what I've done is I have for the last six months to one year, I've done something on, uh, I've taken Audible app. The Audible app, reads books for me. So what I do is every day in the night before I hit the bed or when I'm traveling, I ensure that uh, in lieu of music, I, I do books are read to me. So one one book, if you want me to kind of uh, suggest young students who are trying to kind of, uh, I read various genres of books for the benefit of those who are young professionals, I would suggest a book, particularly in these times of Corona. It is important for people to kind of uh, attempt uh, reading this book. This is one very good book that I have read, uh, The Power of Habit by Charles Duck. So this is one book that people, uh, Charles Duhigg, this is a good book because this enables you to understand how are habits formed and how can you change habits, how can you create new habits, how can you kind of, you know, uh, reinstate, I mean, how can you close the old habits, destroy the old habits and reinstate a better habits from them. So this is a beautiful book I would want students to read. In fact, uh, uh, you have uh, suggested a very good title, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg. I've finished reading that uh, last year and I found it very, very useful. I'm sure our audience will also start reading that book and get benefited out of it. All right, so great conversation, uh, Naresh and Sudhakar so far. So Naresh, one last question uh, probably for this episode. You have taken so many roles like founder of two companies, supporting your younger brother and then mentoring and coaching CEOs, helping students shape their careers, serving as a columnist on Economic Times and the Business Line. You have also served as a board member of AIMS AP chapter. So what is the secret uh, and what is the one mantra that drives you forward? Naveen, I think to answer this question in a single sentence, I think we just have one life. That is that is the answer. So what I try to do while, while we are not polymaths compared to the kind of people that existed in the world earlier. What I'm trying to do is in this one life, I try to kind of squeeze out as much life as possible uh, every day. So while uh, in a way we are vicariously living through different ventures that I'm part of. So at any given time, probably there are two, three different people who come to me for advice on the startups they have. While I'm myself uh, an entrepreneur and a, a, a emerging startup, I'm not, I don't believe that I've already, uh, we have become very big, but yes, couple of successful startups and I kind of uh, advise uh, many startups. And I take active role at any given time in multiple startups because I want to uh, vicariously live multiple lives that is the mantra i want to kind of because by being ourselves and just staying there i don't think we are going to get a great learning experience because the world is becoming more and more cross cross learning uh, and it's important for us to kind of apply learnings from one place to the other place etc i think that enables me yeah that is the mantra i can i i say yeah amazing narish i i simply loved it you have one life and leave it to the fullest extent so do as many things as you can and follow your passion and thank you so much for putting it in such a simple statement. All right. So thank you so much, Naresh, for accepting our invitation in such a short notice. In fact, it was very wonderful to connect with you after some time. Our guiding voice enabled us to connect. So thanks to the guiding voice for a better future. And we are sure our listeners would also love this conversation and will get immense benefit from every bit of it. Thank you so much again, Naresh. Thank you for inviting me, Naveen and Sudhakar. And I wish you the very best for this podcast to 
become very successful thank you naresh thank you so much naresh thank you so much now folks coming to our trivia part today's trivia is something related to the world's most admired company for 13 years you must be wondering which company it is it is none other than apple yes apple topped the recently published world's most admired companies list released by fortune again this year too and the very first apple logo featured sir isaac newton sitting underneath a tree with an apple about to hit his head so innovation and curiosity have been injected in apple's dna right from the beginning it is very interesting isn't it all right thank you for tuning in so dear listeners if you would like to share any trivias please feel free to share them through email the guiding voice number 4 letter u @gmail.com or you can whatsapp us on india number 9494587187 we will not only share the best trivias but we will also acknowledge the person that contributed the trivia in future episodes we request you to like our page on facebook facebook.com/theguidingvoice for you and also you may follow us on twitter twitter.com/guidingvoice to stay tuned about our future episodes there is more in store until next time have a wonderful time take care and be safe thank you for listening yeah.